It is Bracketology Day here on the Basement Talk Podcast. I'm Bird. This is soon to be Jake. Jake, Merry Christmas. Happy, happy, happy Bracketmas. Listen, man. Feels good to, uh, feels weird actually to be doing a form of podcast that does not involve Aaron Rodgers and, and the Jets. And it's my favorite time of year. We have the NFL news. We have the end of the week with March Madness. It, it's a great time of year. But of course, we have to get some snow here in the New York region. I feel like every single year around this time of year, we get snow. I don't know what it is. The snow gods just want to fuck us. Really? Yeah. Plain and simple. Big win for the Knicks last night, though, at least, huh? Big big win for the Knicks. Big win for the Knicks. That was much needed after getting uh, taken to school by Kawhi Leonard. I mean, maybe Kawhi Leonard was trying to audition for a uh, for a spot on Broadway. Who knows? How about the Nets, though? They don't lose anymore either. No, apparently not. <laughs> apparently Mikhail. not. Just squeaking out wins against the Nuggets. Yeah. Mikhail, Mikhail Bridges, he, he could be a player, man. Uh, he 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 most certainly he most certainly is a player. Um, of course, this is the bracket show, but this is also the first unofficial day of NFL free agency. So anything that kind of happens uh, with free agency, because we are mostly a football podcast, um, we'll throw in there. Adam and I are going to be doing a basement talk podcast fantasy show uh, tonight, and we will be going through. All the signings of uh, free agency thus far, fantasy and not fantasy related. So uh, that'll be really the place where we do a bunch of analysis. Um, I'm my phone is just going to be going to be blowing up this entire time because I'm just getting texts from far and wide. And uh, so, Jake, I actually I actually want to let's play a little game, shall we? Before we before we get started, how many WhatsApp messages do you think I had this morning? Uh, I don't know, man. Four hundred and sixty-four. Ah, that's a little. That's a, that's a little high. One hundred and seventy-two. It's it's a real thing. It it's it is a real thing. It is a real thing, and I did not wait. I did not wake up for any of it. Yeah. No, I hear you, man. Dead to dead to rights, and then today, today my phone just has decided just wants to have a stroke, but. That's okay. Happy NFL free agency to everybody. Listen to this and talk podcast for more on that. But it's bracket time. We're going to be going through every single game in the men's NCAA college basketball bracket. Picking the winners. And then eventually we are going to have ourselves a champion at the end of this. So Jake, any well, first of all, because this 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 I'm not really prepared for this, but because this is a basement talk podcast, Jake, what's your deep sleeper of the week? Well, I have to stick on theme. I have to go with Trey Wingo. God bless that guy. I hope he's uh, <laughs> right about everything he ever reported. And my deep sleeper of the week is the NFL draft, because that's the only way the Cowboys are going to do anything of note is via building through the draft in you have Jerry. Jerry Jones fashion. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand why you're all upset. 
No, no, listen. 11 wins getting knocked out in the first of the second round. Status quo. And uh, break, a, a little bit of breaking news. I'm going to keep doing this all show. I'm sorry, but please do a quick Patrick Peterson to the Steelers. Okay. That's a nice Just one. Makes no sense whatsoever, but sure. <laughs> they need secondary help. And I mean, Patrick Peterson was half decent with Minnesota. So, okay. Yeah. They, yeah. They're way worse. They're, yeah. they're way worse. I mean, Tremaine Edmonds just got paid $18 million a year by the Chicago Bears. So, I expected that, though. I was because I thought maybe he was a target for the Jets and it was quickly shot down. I thought it was good. I thought he had giants written all over him, but uh, no, not at, not at $18 million a year. I, I, I can tell you that. All right, Jake. So let's rock and roll. Let's start with, we'll start with the South. So, number one seed, Alabama. They are going to be taking on the winner of Texas AM Corpus Christi Islanders and the Southeast Missouri State Redhawks. Jake. We getting a sixteen over one upset? Yeah, no shot. Okay, no beautiful. shot here. Beautiful. So then let's just go right into, in my opinion, out of all the games in the South region for round one, this is the game to look at. Number eight Maryland against number nine West Virginia. Uh, Maryland Jameer Young really is the guy. If you're looking at this entire region. He's probably the player to watch out of the entire South region. He is an unbelievable guard, transferred to Maryland from Charlotte, averaging 16 in change points per game this year. This is a team that could score at will. They are great, great in the trenches. Maryland, they just feel to me like this is going to be a team that's going to be, they're either going to be fantastic shooting the ball, or they're going to go cold against a West Virginia team that really has been inconsistent on the defensive end. They've been good at times. They've been bad at times. Jake, what do you think? Who's uh, who, who's winning this eight versus nine? I actually feel very confident about my pick. I'm going with West Virginia, and here's why. Okay. Maryland away from their home arena is just not the same team. All year they have just been fooling people left and right into thinking that they were – a force to be reckoned with when they play at home and then they go on the road the next week and they lose to a team that's not even sniffing the, t- the tournament. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. um, neutral site here. I don't know exactly where the game is going to be played. I believe it's in Birmingham, if I'm not mistaken, in the South. Yes. Right. So uh, home field, it's not like they'll have any type of home court advantage like a team could have um, in the tournament. So I'm going to go West Virginia here and feel pretty good. Maryland on the se- on the season, by the way, they are two and nine in uh, true road games. Uh, I am going to go with West Virginia as well. It's a tough one because I kind of want to, I want to go with Maryland. I think this is one of the true toss ups that we're, that we're going to have, but I think with, with West Virginia, what they do have is they have size underneath and where Maryland has struggled has been going up against teams with significant bigs. And that's what West Virginia has. Bob Huggins is an experienced coach. And that is what I think is going to get them there. I'm going to roll with West Virginia over Maryland. But this is going to be an, a, a great, great, great game. And if there's one game out of the South that you want to watch, this is this is definitely the one. Our first 5-12 matchup, the one that is the most popular for upsets, San Diego State Aztecs going up against the College of Charleston. 
San Diego State, they are bipolar when it comes to the NCAA tournament. They are they come in, they look great. People are saying, oh, maybe the Mountain West side is going to make a deep run in the tournament. And they get to the tournament and they lay an egg. Um, they are led by Matt Bradley, who is shooting 40% from beyond the arc. And they are going up against the Charleston Cougars from the Colonial. Uh, Dalton Bolin, they are, has been unbelievable for them this year. By the way, they uh, they did lose at home to Hofstra. Roll Pride, great, great team. Um, but with that being said, they are a very, very good three-point team, but they are also reliant on the three ball as well. So that could also be a problem, that feast or famine sort of mentality. Don't know how that rolls against San Diego State, who are very good defending from beyond the arc. Tempted to go with the team from the Colonial, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going with San Diego State. So help me God. I'm going with San Diego State, but I don't love it, if that yep. makes sense. I think I, that if they weren't completely, and I, right. and I agree with what you said defensively, that's where they really hang their hats on. And I tend to lean towards the better competition because the only way to really beat a team, in my opinion, that is in a far superior conference than yours is by draining threes because threes come in bunches and you can just go on one or two sick runs a game and that could be it in college basketball because we know how it goes. But when you can defend the three and you play better competition and you have the superior talent, I'm going to go with uh, San Diego State. I don't love it, but... Um, yeah, I, I really don't love either of these teams making quite a run in the tournament. So no, no, neither, neither do I. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with San Diego state and would I be surprised if Charleston wins? No, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised at all. No, not at all. But I am going to, I am going to go with, uh, with the Aztecs, uh, the four seed, the Virginia Cavaliers going up against Furman, uh, Virginia, they hang their hat on defense, 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 defense. That's what Tony Bennett's side has built its reputation on, led by Armand Franklin and Kihei Clark. Virginia, they're, they're not going to be pretty. It's, this is not going to be a team that everyone's going to that everyone's going to watch and be like, oh wow, this is the most pretty basketball I've ever seen. Um, it's going to be a lot of low scoring games. That's really what Virginia is going to put out there on the floor. So any any of the the betters out there, wink wink. Under 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 for any game involving uh, the Virginia Cavaliers. And then for Furman, again, I think this is just another another example of they're a popular upset pick, but at the same time, I'm going to roll with the Cavs. I don't love it either, but I think experience plays a role here. I'll take Tony Bennett. I'll take Kihei Clark. Virginia Cavaliers, it's probably this is one of those games where I think it's probably first to fifty will will yeah. win the game. So I'll go with Virginia. I'm gonna go with Virginia as well for all the reasons you listed. So let's go to probably one of the more intriguing teams that I'm watching coming into the tournament in general, the Creighton Blue Jays going up against the NC State Wolfpack. The the Creighton Blue Jays, Greg McDermott's team, they were the preseason favorite in the Big East started out three and eight, six game losing streak to boot, and then they finally picked it up eleven and three over their last five, uh, fourteen games. Uh, Ryan Kalkbrenner was brilliant for them. 
defensively is where I think Creighton is really going to hang their hat. I believe they were first in the Big East uh, in defensive efficiency. Yep. So that obviously helps. They can they can score at will. They play great defense, and that's really what you're looking for. You want to find those teams that can give you a bit of both when you're coming into March. Creighton is going to be a very very popular pick to potentially make a deep run in this tournament. But NC State, they also really do have this track record of playing such good defense. Believe they they have the ability better than most that I've seen to really hound on the defensive side, but they are also prone on the offensive side to turn the ball over. That is also not good. People are going to pick NC State. I'm not one of them. I'm going with Creighton. I'm going with the Blue Jays as well. Um, I think whenever I saw NC State play, I felt like when they played the better teams, they were kind of exposed a little bit more, if that makes sense. But Mm -hmm. they beat the teams they really should have beaten. Uh, This also should be a pretty intense game as well. You have two teams that are, um, I believe, isn't Creighton in the Carolinas? Yes. Should be. Yeah, I don't know what I'm thinking about. Too much on my mind. <laughs> you, have, you have two. You have two teams in the same geographic region. One of which is supposed to be the far superior school, um, in terms of, you know, athletic basketball. So these kids will play a little chippy. I mean, I feel like that's definitely a real thing when it comes to the tournament. I, I Creighton being the higher seed, they they'll play up. They, those guys and that program, they don't want to lose these guys for sure. Yep, I'm going Creighton as well. Uh, number three seed. Baylor Bears taking on the UC Santa Barbara Gauchos. Welcome back to to the Gauchos. Uh, (laughs) Baylor, they score. They score pretty consistently. They're not the most overpowering offense that I've ever seen. But what's interesting about Baylor is when you look at the advanced stats, every team that has won a national title has been ranked in the top 30. About 90% have even been top 20 in the Ken Palm final defensive efficiency rankings. Baylor, going into the Big 12 tournament, Baylor was ranked 90th. That's that's a problem. That is a problem. But... I, I don't love the Bears. I don't I don't love Baylor either. Uh, the thing with, with uh, UC Santa Barbara, they don't have that difference maker on the floor for them to where I think that they are going to pose a problem for Baylor. Hence why I'm going to be going with Baylor. I agree. Any upset potential here? There could be, but I just don't think UC Santa Barbara has enough firepower, if that makes sense. But would I be shocked if they won? No, I don't I don't think I would. Um, I think this is March. Would I really be shocked if anybody won? <laughs> To be, no, the, unless it was like a 16-1 up since unless I'm seeing like fairly Dickinson beating uh I like them by the way tonight in the in the uh, I, I think the game is tonight. I, I forgot to check the schedule, but I like them yeah. uh in the playing game, but no. <laughs> uh let's go to seven seed Missouri and number 10 seed Utah State. Uh Missouri led by Kobe Brown. He's been fantastic for them all SEC. Uh, just about 16 points per game, six rebounds per game, and 46% from three. A ridiculous number, but they rely on the three ball a ton. Have some marquee wins on their resume, too, against Illinois, Kentucky, 
and Tennessee. As for the Utah State Aggies, they're an interesting group to watch. I, I really have to say, uh, Stephen Ashworth leads the Aggies 16 points per game, top 15 adjusted offensive efficiency, 39% from three, where they really make their money is from inside the arc. They are, they are shooting at about 55%. I'm rolling with the Utah State Aggies. You want the you want a little bit of an upset? There it is, 10-7 upset, Utah State. Roll. I agree with you there. I have the Aggies as well. I think I do get a little worried about picking a Pac-12 team compared to an SEC's team, but because I think the SEC is obviously the more physical conference, but when you look at how the Aggies do score on the inside, it does alleviate those concerns. So, and, and honestly, I haven't been impressed that much with Missouri at all this year either. Arizona and Princeton, Jake, Arizona, Arizona, no, no IVs for me this year. Yep. No IVs for me either rolling with the Arizona Wildcats, unfortunately for, for Princeton who won the Ivy league. Um, good story with them, but yeah, I'm rolling with uh, Arizona. So Jake, let's just, let's just play a game. Let's say outside the top two seeds. So we'll say not including Alabama, not including Arizona. Before we get into further down the bracket, who is a team outside the top two you think could make a run potentially and get to the final four? In the South? In the South, yes. I mean, I don't, I don't want to spoil anything here, but okay. um, I really like the Blue Jays. Yep, that, that would be my pick as well. I do like I do like Creighton out of out of the remaining teams here. Virginia, Virginia could be interesting, but I, I just they don't just don't score enough for me. Right, you know? that's the problem. That's the problem. Nothing is, that... is worse. I'm sorry, buddy. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, nothing's worse than when you're watching a college basketball game and you have a team that just is ice cold. You just feel hopeless and helpless, and I just I don't like relying on teams like that. No, neither do I. Neither and do breaking, I. Breaking breaking NFL news real quick. Jamel Dean back to the Bucks. Ooh, uh, terms? Not yet. Okay. Just know that. Let's go to the East and let's go to Purdue. Taking on Texas Southern or Farley Dixon. Purdue? The Boilermakers, but I do like, I'm rooting for Farley Dickinson, obviously. <laughs> okay. It's a, it's a new, you know, tri state team. Okay. Uh, Purdue. Purdue roll. Okay, well, this is a very interesting 8-9 matchup once again. The Indeed. the Memphis Tigers taking on the Florida Atlantic Owls. I love Penny Hardaway's team. I really do. They play hard. I watched well, they them. They lost. Yeah, didn't they just lose someone pretty big fairly recently? They lost someone pretty big pretty big recently, but they just they just beat um uh UCF in the quarterfinals and then they beat Houston in the final. They took care of Houston uh, pretty handedly. This is a really, really good Memphis team. But the problem is, is that they are a little bit interesting when it comes up to opponents that are like them. They could play up their competition, but when they're playing very similar or perhaps lower competition, I feel like Memphis, Memphis has had the ability to take their foot off the gas a little, a little bit. But since January 1st, Memphis has only lost four games. So 
they have a track record of getting it done, but it hasn't been pretty at times. Then for for Florida Atlantic, uh, John L. Davis, Elijah Martin, both all-conference USA first-teamers. They are a very good offensive team defensively. They struggle Davis, a little. Davis shoots like 50% from the field. Yes. Yep. 40% from uh, from beyond the arc. Yep. Tough one to call. Going to be a lot of points scored. I'm going to roll with the Tigers. Definitely a uh, in-betweener for me. I'm going to yes. go with FAU. Okay. And there's I no, there's the no, Tigers. no issue with that. Yeah, I think I think Memphis could be feeling themselves a little much, a little bit after mm-hmm. beating a team like Houston. Yeah, sure. I don't know, just something, just just more of a gut feel. But it's kind of like a coin flip game for me. So let's go to number five, Duke, and number twelve, Oral Roberts, everyone's favorite, Oral yeah. Roberts. Uh, John Shire. It was a rocky start to league play for Duke. Started five and four, and they got hot. And I mean, really, really hot. We talked about going into the tournament. You want to see teams that are going in strong and not limping in. Duke is going into the tournament looking very strong. They just needed some time to find their groove, get over the Coach K hangover. And it seems like that they have, they have figured it out. And they are going into the, to the tournament literally at the right time. They have finally, I think, hit their peak. But with Oral Roberts, they are a very, very good team. As well, he Max Abrams is a star for them. He is a problem. He is going to be an issue uh, for Duke to contain. Popular 12-5 upset, I know. It's not happening. I'm rolling with Duke. Duke has hit, hit their stride at the right time. I'm rolling with them. I'm going with Duke, too. I think Duke has a lot of size. That gives them a huge advantage over a lot of opponents. And, th- again, we love the teams that play their best at the tail end of the season heading into the tournament. Uh, most of the time, there are some exceptions in this case, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm going with the Blue Devils here and have some expectations for them in this tournament. The number four seed, the Tennessee Volunteers, going up against the Raging Cajuns. Tennessee, they are one of the most physical teams in America. They are the number one team in adjusted defensive efficiency and. Out of those, I believe it's been the last nine, They five of them have gone to the Elite Eight and further. Tennessee, what I like about them is that they can, they play hard, number one. Number two, they could shoot. Number three, they play defense. But losing Sakai Ziegler is a problem for them with an ACL injury done for the season. Probably their best player and their starting point guard. That is a bit of an issue. And since Ziegler has gone out, they finished four and ten and four and six in the last ten. And they've had a bit of a struggle coming down the stretch. Whereas with the Raging Cajuns, they could shoot the ball. This is going to be a complete shift in ideology and obviously a very good defensive team in Tennessee and a very good offensive team jordan brown uh the all sunbelt first teamer averaging just about 20 points per game i really want to say really really want to say that louisiana is going to win this um i'm gonna roll with 
Tennessee, but I don't love it. I don't love it either, but I have Tennessee also. I just okay. I just don't have the stones. No, I don't have the stones either. A thirteen a thirteen over four takes a six a significant amount of stones. I don't have them. All right, the Kentucky Wildcats, number six seed, taking on the 11 seed, the Providence Friars of the Big East. It's another NCAA tournament for John Calipari. This is what he does. And here we are, Kentucky, a fine season for them. Here they are. The team for the SEC, you should expect Kentucky to make some noise in the tournament. And then for Providence... They started off well, 14 and 3, 6 and 0 in Big East. Then they kind of cooled off going 7 and 8 over their last 15 games. They lost in the Big East quarters to Yukon. Two teams going in opposite directions. So the Kentucky has been very very steady. Providence was very up and then very down. I'm going with Kentucky. You know, I have a hard time believing after last year's disaster against St. Peter's that John Calipari is going to go home in the first round again. So I'm going to go with the Wildcats. Listen, that's pretty damn good reasoning right there. Yeah. And also I don't love Providence either. I mean, that, that game against, I think it was Villanova last week was a complete disaster. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Roll, roll Kentucky, roll the Wildcats. All right. So let's go here to the Kansas State Wildcats, who are the number three seed. I lost my place in the ranks. That was very good. And the Montana State Bobcats. Kansas State, I I, I think they roll. Montana State, they have some star power, but I think that, that Kansas State, they've been very, very consistent all year long. They shoot well, solid defense, good coaching. Kansas State. I'm going to go Kansas State as well. I think this is an easy one. Yeah, I think this is the, this is an easy one as well. Interesting one, 7-10, Michigan State, the Spartans going up against the USC Trojans. Uh, Michigan State, I feel like this is not one of Tom Izzo's most talented teams, even though they have wins against Kentucky and and, and Maryland and Indiana. They still went 11-8 in Big Ten play. They need Tyson Walker to step up. He's got to be the guy for Michigan State. Jake, I know you're a Michigan State guy, so I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you just have a go at Michigan State in, in a minute. But they're going up against a, a USC team that can flat out play Boogie Ellis, Drew Peterson. These are guys that can protect the rim at well. I love, love, love what USC potentially brings to the table. With that being said, <laughs> I am going to go with Tom Izzo. I'm going to go with experience and I'm going to go with Michigan state. I am it's a, yeah, it's a horrific matchup for Michigan state. There's no other way around it. Yeah. Um, they don't shoot it well enough from three. And that is a concern. <laughs> like yeah. I I'm going pure off of heart here. Um, every matchup, every single analytic tells me to pick the Trojans here, but I have to go with my guy Tom Izzo. I have yep. to. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not a quote unquote Michigan State fan, but I do love Tom Izzo. Fair. So I love the Johnnies. Hopefully next year we'll see them in the tournament. But uh, yeah, 
I'm going with the uh, the, the Spartans here, just you with mean, my heart. You mean the Johnnies in the tournament with a certain Italian man potentially as their coach? Oh, my God, dude. It's going to be electric, and you know it's happening. Uh, I, I would think so. I mean, it's going to be insane. <laughs> I can't wait <laughs> with Mr. Uh, Mr. Patino. The Marquette Golden Eagles against the University of Vermont Catamounts. The only worry that I have with Marquette is they have the worst interior defense in the Big East. Opponents were shooting about a 53% clip inside the three-point line, but I love the way Shaka Smart's team plays. St. John's did give them a run for their money. Oh, in the, in what the a disaster. What a disaster. Great game, though. Game. It, was, it was a great, it was a great game. Um, but I am going to go with Marquette. I don't think Vermont is going to give them much of a problem. Love Marquette here. I think Marquette has the easiest road to get to the final four in this entire tournament, in my opinion. So then here we go. We're just gonna we're gonna keep on doing it in, in the East bracket outside of Purdue and potentially Marquette. Who is the team that you think could be making a run at the final four? For me, for me, it's Duke. For me, for me, it's actually Kansas State. Mm, okay. So okay. Lo- I love Johnson too from Kansas State. Yes. All right, so probably let's go to the will be should be a lottery pick, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Should be. Should be a lottery pick. Let's go to, to the Midwest and let's go with the number one seed. Houston, they are going up against the Northern Kentucky Norse. Hey, Ed, breaking news here, pretty significant in the NFL. Ooh, okay. The 49ers have signed Sam Darnold to a one-year deal. That's pretty interesting. That's interesting. Ooh, that is interesting. Is that, 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 what, one of them's getting traded. Well, is Purdy even going to start the season is... That's that's true. And Lance is rehabbing. I like that fit. And I do remember when the Jets were ready to trade Darnold, the Niners were interested. The Niners offered a third for Darnold. And the Panthers just outbid them. So they, they've always been interested in him. But I'm sorry to get off topic. I no, you're good. Something that you're you good. Hear, listen, that you wanted to listen, hear. Listen, I put, I put the caveat in early on that there's going to be NFL news that, that interrupts at some point. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Jake Cougars, they roll. Yeah, this 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 isn't even going to be close. <laughs> so then another 8-9 matchup, the Iowa Hawkeyes and Chris Murray taking on the Auburn Tigers. Uh it's really going to be a matter of does Chris Murray show up? Does Chris Murray show up for the the Hawkeyes? He is going to be the best player in this game. Uh Bruce Pearl, you already know that he is going to have a watchful eye on him. I wonder, I really, really wonder about Auburn coming into the tournament. They had a rocky end to the season. I know I picked Tom Izzo because of experience. I could also pick Bruce Pearl because of experience, but I also think that talent does show itself. The real players show up, and I have, I just have a good feeling that Chris Murray is going to show up in this tournament for the Hawkeyes. I have the Hawkeyes beating the Auburn Tigers. I don't love it, but I'm going with the best player in this game. But for me is Chris Barry. I'm going to go with Auburn here. Um, yep. Iowa is a team that we have, and I'm going to ref- refer this <laughs> reference this 
a good amount on this podcast. Again, they go ice cold, bro. Yeah. Ice, 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 ice cold. And a team that really relies on one guy. Yeah. Not not a fan. And I'm going to go with Bruce Pearl here. Uh, I am picking experience here. I do believe in coaches around this time of year and programs and mm-hmm. have a hard time believing here that the Tigers are going to go home uh, in the first round to a team that is as inconsistent as Iowa. But Iowa can shoot the three ball, though. There's no doubt about it. Yes, it's just, it's just a matter of will they, will they be on. And that's that's definitely the, uh, the, the – They'll have a game plan to defend the three-point line. Confident in that. So let's go to the 5-12 matchup, the Miami Hurricanes taking on Drake, probably the team, the the lower school team that no coach in America wanted to face, and the Miami Hurricanes now get them. Miami, they're coming into this tournament looking very, very good. They were 8-1 and one in their last nine prior to the ACC tournament. Uh, Norshad Omier. Coming into the to tournament a little bit banged up, has an ankle injury. If he's less than 100%, I worry about Miami. If he's healthy, Miami could be a real threat in the tournament. And going up against the Drake Bulldogs, well, what do the Drake Bulldogs do? Well, if you want a team that can play outstanding defense, hit three balls, and they don't turn the ball over at all, and they shoot 54% from inside the arc and 40% from outside the arc, yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty good to me. Uh, there's my 12-5 upset. I'm going with Drake over Miami. I couldn't agree more, bro. I I, I wish we had a little more to talk about here. I thought you were going to go Miami, but yeah, I'm going with Drake. Absolutely love Drake. I could definitely see them being a Cinderella team in this tournament. I can as well, and roll Drake. Yeah. The Indiana Hoosers taking on Kent St- Date, the Golden Flashes. Uh, Mike Woodson's team coming into the tournament. They've been inconsistent over the season. I'm not really loving Indiana coming into coming into this tournament. Whereas Kent really? State, Kent State, they've been they've been consistent enough. They've been competitive. They're t- they were ten and one over the last eleven games. If I could see out of all of the matchups here, the 13-4 ones at least, this is the one where I could see an upset happening. But it's not happening. I'm rolling with Indiana. I disagree with you, bro. I love Indiana co- coming into the tournament. I, You know why? They rise up to the occasion. That's true. Yes. They rise up to the occasion under Mike Woodson. I don't think this will be – I don't think they're on upset alert. And I, I have a lot of confidence in them uh, in this tournament. So I'm going to go with the Hoosers here. Okay. So we're we're both taking Indiana. We just have different levels of confidence in taking Indiana. Yeah, well, you're you're a little pessimistic here, and I'm I'm very confident. Okay. Number six, Iowa State. They are taking on the winner of Mississippi State and Pittsburgh. I have Iowa State comfortably. It doesn't matter who they play. What a disgrace that Pittsburgh even made the freaking play in. Agreed. What Agreed. a disgrace. I mean, Rutgers got hosed. They 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 did it, and now Rutgers gets to beat up on on Hofstra and the and the NIT tonight. What a joke! I, I was I was upset for those guys. And now and now here here's their prize. They're potentially going to get Mississippi State, and if they win, they get Iowa State. 
yeah, Iowa State's a damn good basketball team. I'm going with Iowa State. Not even close here. Uh, we are going to go with the next 14-3 matchup. It is Xavier, and they are taking on Kennesaw State. Uh, Xavier. Xavier. I, th- I thought pound for pound they were the most consistent team in the Big East this year. And here they are as a three seed in the tournament. Xavier. I'm going to Xavier as well. Texas A&M and Penn State. Texas A&M losing in the SEC championship game to Alabama. They really did look outclassed by Alabama going up. Beat them, though, a week ago. Yeah, yeah. Going up against Penn State. Got to the final of the the Big East. This could be an interesting matchup. 10-7 upset, potentially. I am going to go with Texas A&M. Going with the Aggies here. I think they have a stale taste in their mouth um, from the SEC championship game. And they'll have a point. I don't love Penn State at all. No, neither do I. Neither no. do I. Very hot, all very year, hot no. and cold. Don't play good enough defense. A&M, roll. They don't do anything particularly well for me to really have any faith in them to do anything. Agreed. Agreed. And then finally, Texas taking on the toothpaste makers. Colgate. Jake, a lot of turmoil with Texas over the course of the season. Don't really know where the team is at right now. Obviously, they lost Chris Beard uh, due to some disturbing allegations of domestic violence earlier in the Just season. Just got hired again. Yep. Yep. Miss, yeah. yep. And going up against Colgate, that can, once again, I feel like we, we talk about Colgate. What do they do well? What's their trademark? They can shoot the freaking lights out of the ball. And they do. And what does Texas not do? They don't defend well from beyond the arc. You stole my thunder. So I'm going with Texas. I hate it. (laughs) Uh, Listen, I'm going with the Colgate Cougars here. Wow. I think Colgate's going to win this game. Fairly confident in that. Now they need to show up and shoot the three ball. If if the three ball is not going for them, they're going to lose by 30. But I love Colgate here. I believe Texas is – I did actually I actually did a lot of research on this one. I believe Texas is like 97th in the whole country in defending the three. Yes. Which is putrid. Mm-hmm. And Colgate is the number – I believe the number one three-point shooting team in the whole country. Yes, that, that that is correct. Not a good mix for me. I'm I'm going with the Cougars here, and I'm, I'm I, I think I'm a little too confident in the Cougars. Yeah, that's a, that's a little worrying. It's it's very worrisome, but I'm going to put my uh my faith with Colgate here, my boy. I believe I picked them last year too, and didn't they? Who they beat last year in the tournament? Uh, they went up against. Oh shit! They beat somebody halfway decent, and then they gave Wisconsin a run for their money with Johnny Davis. I remember. Yes, they beat. Hold on, if my if my thing wants to load, that'd be awesome. Uh, they. No, no, they 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 played Wisconsin in the first round. Oh, that's who it was. I thought that yeah. that was the second round, but they gave no, they a run beat, for their money. Yeah, they beat was they they played Wisconsin in the first round. I, I know they did because we both picked Colgate. Yeah, I'm going with Colgate. Oh boy, he's he's dying in the Colgate Hill. Um, yeah, they okay, love so, me there as much as Portland, Oregon, at, at, at the Colgate. <laughs> listen, listen, Portland, Oregon. Listen, uh, Jake, Jake, I'm telling you right now. Thank almighty God 
that Portland, Oregon does not have a college basketball team? Because if I had to pick them going out in the NCAA tournament, I, I would feel shattered inside. Especially if they played Colgate. Oh, my God. Portland Portland against Colgate? Oh, what would we do? With, with Emilio Estevez as the coach of Portland? Oh, my God. What would you do? Uh, they would add Emilio Estevez, tip the ball. <laughs> Ceremonial first step. Yeah. So, outside of Houston and Texas, who's a team you think is going to make a deep run? Bro, there's a lot of teams here I think that can make a deep run. This is my yeah. fa- This is the best bracket, in my opinion. Yes, the um, most competitive by a lot. I'm going to go with the Indiana Hoosiers or Iowa State. Interesting, interesting. Because uh, I, I was actually – you stole my thunder uh, a little bit. I was going to go for the Cyclones. I like them a lot, but I – the Hoosiers, man. I don't know. I believe in Mike Woodson a lot. I think Mike Woodson sure. is a phenomenal motivational coach, and those guys get up to play big teams. Yes. yes. All right, let's go to the West. The Kansas Jayhawks and Bill Self, they take on the Howard Bison. Uh, Kansas? Yeah, Kansas. Beautiful. Uh, the Razorbacks of Arkansas take going up against the Illini of Illinois. Interesting 8-9 matchup. I'm going with Arkansas. Going with Arkansas. They have my favorite player in the whole tournament. I'm not saying he's the best player, but he's my favorite player, Anthony Black. Okay. Roll Arkansas. St. Mary's College going up against VCU. I think this is another matchup where it's going to be first to 50. I'm going with a 12-5 upset. I'm going VCU. Going VCU as well. Stole my thunder. Damn it. Yeah. Well, no, I have to have say we're going to have to save the shock and awe for when, for when we get to, like, the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. Because yeah. right now, it's, it's just not happening. Uh, a Northeast matchup for the ages. The Yukon Huskies against the Iona Gale. I'm going to go with the Huskies. I wanted to pick Iona very badly here. I thought about it. And I, I don't know, man. The Huskies just have way too much talent. But it's going to be a close game. Mark my words. I think UConn, sure. uh, Iona is a great bet to cover the spread if you're a betting man. I, yeah, I would take Iona, Iona in the points as well. Uh, but UConn, UConn skate by. But it'll be very close. It'll be a very, uh, very yeah. close game. Uh, TCU Horned Frogs going up against Arizona State or Nevada. Oh, my caveat. No, another my caveat, disgrace. My caveat for this is very simple. If it's Arizona State, TCU win. If it's Nevada, Nevada wins. I agree. Uh, TC, uh, Arizona State should not be in the tournament. I Agreed. mean, that's another joke. Yeah, yeah. Put I don't, put UNC put UNC in the tournament. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I mean, dude, Rutgers should have made the tournament. That they, that was the biggest ho- the tournament or Clemson, for anybody. Clemson and Rutgers were the two biggest hose jobs, in my opinion. Oh, sure, <laughs> didn't sound great, but <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm leaving that one untouched. Uh, TC, yeah, I'm gonna go with TCU either way. Okay. Uh, Gonzaga, number three, Gonzaga going up against Grand Canyon. Uh, Gonzaga. I like Gonzaga a lot. For once, they don't have all the pressure in the world on them in the tournament. It's going to be interesting. Yep. I agree. I agree. I think we see we see a different version of Gonzaga. Now that they're not a uh, not a one seed. Uh, Northwestern going up against Boise State. Boo Booey. Yes, please. Northwestern. I'm going with the Broncos here in Boise State. Oh, Jake. No. Yeah. No, Boo Boo, he's a friend. 
going with the Broncos. No, 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 no. I will be putting the house on Northwestern. Okay. Come on, Boo Booey. And then you, UCLA, the number two seed, going up, going up against UNC Asheville. UCLA. UCLA for me. Beautiful. And then uh, anybody outside of Kansas or UCLA that could make a run, I, th- I think it's I think it's Gonzaga. I'm going to have to go with the Zags here, but I really, really, really like Arkansas, too. Okay. Okay. All right. So we are done with the round of 64. Let's go to the round of 32. Uh, I'm going to try and remember all yours, Jake. I think I think I can do it. If I get any wrong, please correct me. I will. Uh, so we both have number one, Alabama, going up against number nine, West Virginia. I have Alabama. I have Alabama as well. Okay. Uh, number five, San Diego State going up against number four, Virginia. I have Virginia. I have Virginia. Okay. Number six, Creighton going up against number three, Baylor. I have the Jays. You have the you have the Blue Jays too. Yep. God damn it! I thought I was doing <laughs> interesting. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm, I have the Blue Jays as well. I don't love Baylor's team at all. No, I don't. I don't. I'm gonna. I'm rolling. Rolling Greg McDermott. Roll Jays. And then, did you have Missouri? Did you have? I think you had Utah State. I had Utah State. Yep. So we both had Utah State. Utah State going up against Arizona. I have Arizona. I have Arizona, but this will be a very close game. Yes. Yes, very close game. I think they match up very well, actually. Arizona in a close one. Purdue taking on, I believe I have Memphis and you have FAU. Uh, yes. Sorry, I went I went ahead around. I'm like, what? Yeah, hey, you're good. Yeah. You're good. Um, I have I have Purdue. Purdue as well. Okay. Uh, number five, Duke going up against number four, Tennessee. I have the Blue Devils. I have the Blue Devils. Okay, well, this is not good. this is not very interesting. Uh, number six, Kentucky, and then number three, Kansas State. I have Kentucky. I have Kansas State. Okay, there we go. But Love disagreement. I could see myself changing to Kentucky too. I thought that was okay. a point flip. Okay, and then number seven, Michigan State, against number two, Marquette. I have Marquette. I don't love it. It'll be a close game. I have Marquette, too. I don't think it'll be a close game. I think Marquette's way better than Michigan State. Okay. And then let's go to the round of 32 in the Midwest. Houston and Iowa. I have Houston. Houston. Uh, We both have Drake, and we both have Indiana. So Drake, Indiana. I really, really, really want to pick Drake. Really want to pick Drake. I'm going Indiana. That was the same thought process I had. Like, I really wanted to do it. But I'll roll with Indiana. Uh, Iowa State and Xavier. Again, I really wanted to pick Iowa State. I'm not doing it. I'm going with Xavier. I'm going with Iowa State and the Cyclones here. Okay, I don't blame you. I really don't blame you. I can change that one. Yeah. And then number seven, Texas A&M. And for me... Texas, and for you, Colgate. I really want to pick Colgate. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm going to go with Texas A&M, but there will be a part of me that is really rooting for the Cougars. And I can see myself changing to the Cougars as well. It's kind of just like a screw it type of deal. Well, but we, bo- we both have Texas A&M advancing. I, 
I, I don't know, man. It's tough for me to pick against the Cougars. I know. I can see your heart just breaking. I know. So then let's go to the West. Number one, Kansas, and number eight, Arkansas. I have Kansas in a very close game. I have Arkansas and the Razorbacks. I don't. I I don't hate it. Telling you, Anthony Black is a stud. I do not hate it. Uh, VCU and UConn. I think UConn are too good for VCU at this stage. UConn. Agreed. Uh, you have TCU. I have Nevada or TCU going up against Gonzaga. Doesn't matter to me. I'm going with the Zags. I'm going with the Zags as well. I think they're far superior. Yes, I do too. And then I have the uh, Boo Booey Northwestern Wildcats against the Boise State. And you have uh, Boise State going against UCLA. I'm rolling with UCLA. Going with UCLA as well. So then now we are in the Sweet 16. Number one, Alabama against number four, Virginia. I'm going with Alabama. Roll Tide. I'm going with the Tide as well. And then I believe we have the same. We have Creighton and Arizona. The Cinderella run continues. Creighton. I have Creighton too. <laughs> this, is a, this is a Creighton podcast. We love Creighton. Shit. Yeah, Creighton, I do. Creighton are either going to be legends or we will never be able to say Creighton the same oh, no, way. Or they're going now. home in the round of 64. Exactly. They'll find a way. They'll find a way to lose to NC State, and we'll just be freaking crying. Uh, okay. So then, in the East, Purdue and Duke. Purdue. Going with Purdue, but I can see Duke winning. I can too. I can too. I just kind of think that Zach Eady. He's the difference maker for Purdue. He, they expanded his minutes. He's responded really well. Has had the best season of his career. He's a problem down low for anybody, and I think he's going to continue to be a problem for Purdue against Duke, even though Duke do have the size to slow him down. I don't want to say match it, because, I mean, how do you match a guy at 7'3", 7'4"? I mean, you just don't. And then I have the Kentucky Wildcats. Jake has the Kansas State Wildcats going up against Marquette. I have Marquette. I have Marquette, too, but it's going to be a close game. Yep. I can see myself changing, but I'm going to go with Marquette. I can't see myself changing to Kentucky as well for, for what it's worth, but I'm rolling with Marquette. Number one seed, Houston. Number four seed, Indiana. I have Houston. I'm going with the Hoosers. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jake has the Cyclones of Iowa State against the Aggies of Texas A&M, a 6-7 in the Sweet 16. Um, I'm going with Xavier. I'm going with Iowa State. Okay, so then Jake has Indi Jake has Indiana Iowa State in his Sweet 16. Very, very, very interesting. And then in the West, uh, Kansas and UConn are the same for both of us. No, I have Arkansas. Okay, that's right. That's right. That's right. I, I thought I thought there was something that we were different on. Okay, so Kansas taking on UConn for me, Arkansas for Jake. I'm going with Kansas. I'm going with the Razorbacks. Wow. Okay. So the Razorbacks. So the Razorbacks beat UConn for you. Yep. Okay. I don't know if I said that clearly enough. So Jake's Sweet 16 matchup was Arkansas versus UConn. Mine was Kansas and UConn. I have Kansas winning. Jake has Arkansas going to the Elite Eight. And then Gonzaga and UCLA. I 
have Gonzaga. I'm going with the Bruins. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I'm not com- not confident. Who could ever who could ever be confident in anything that Gonzaga does? But I'm gonna roll with the Zags. Send in the first Elite Eight matchup: Alabama and Creighton. The run ends here. Yep, the run ends here. Alabama go to a Final Four after everything that's encapsulated this program over the course of this year. Nados gets his guys to a Final Four. Purdue and Marquette, another, uh, uh, well, my only one to um, match up here. I'm going with Purdue. Going with the Boilermakers as well. All right, so two one seeds get out because that's exactly what's going to happen in this tournament. Um, so Jake has Indiana and Texas A&M. I have Houston and no, Xavier. Indiana, Indiana and Iowa State. Indiana, Iowa State. Excuse me. Excuse me. Jake has Indiana and Iowa State, and I have Houston and Xavier. Uh, I have Houston. I have the Hoosiers. So Mike Woodson gets the final Mike- four. Mike Woodson will be in the final four. Wow. Okay. And then in the Elite Eight in the West, Jake, you have Arkansas and UCLA. That is correct. And then I have Kansas and Gonzaga. I have Gonzaga. Going with the Bruins here. All right. So then the final four, Alabama and Purdue. Roll Tide. I'm going with the Boilermakers. Okay. Okay. Um, I have Houston and Gonzaga. Jake has Indiana and UCLA. I'm going with Houston. Going with UCLA. So then, in Jake's championship, he has Purdue and UCLA. In my championship, I have Alabama and Houston. Roll Tide. Alabama win the national championship 76-71. I'm taking the UCLA Bruins to get it done. That's my champ. Score. 72-70. Okay. In In a thriller. Okay. I like it. I like it. That would be a good one. That would be a good final. It would be. It would be. Now, if it, I will say, and, and people are going to roll their eyes and say, oh, you have 3-1 seeds, blah, 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 blah. When you're putting together a bracket, I would much rather live and die by the one, two, three seeds than try and bank on that Cinderella team. And I do have my Cinderella team. I have Creighton. I banked on I banked on a Cinderella team. You banked on a Cinderella team big time to get to the final four. Led by Mike Woodson. Led by led by Nick's legend, Mike Woodson. I love the Hoosiers. Incredible guy. It could burn me, but you know what? It yeah. Could. I, I, but you know that's how I play with my brackets. I play a very it's kind of like the challenge. I play a very dangerous game. I don't play a safe game. No you don't. No you don't. So I I have the Tide. Jake has the UCLA Bruins. It's like me and, and we Donald. Do, we, we do both we, had we, Baylor in the in the. We do have terms, by the way, for uh, Jamal Dean. What's that? Thirteen million a year. 
for four actually years. Not terrible. That's not no, terrible. It's not bad. It's not bad. I don't hate it. I don't. And I don't we hate it. still have nothing from Aaron Rodgers. What a shock! What a shock! You know what? He's going on McAfee tomorrow at twelve. I think they're going to talk about the weather. I'm sure, and they'll they'll talk about the uh, the retreat as well. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. They're gonna, they're going to talk about how it was in darkness. Mike's <laughs> crazy. So that's going to be it for the bracket show here on the Basement Talk podcast. If you love what you heard, subscribe. Leave a five star review. Jake and I. We're back next week with our first prospect report of the year. Jake, I could smell it. Yeah. It's almost draft season. It is. I mean, what are we about a month? Next week is a month. Month away. Yep. yep. Flew by. Flew. It's Flew. crazy. This was the fastest moving off season I can remember. Yeah. I feel like we were just starting our first off-season show. It felt like the Super Bowl was last week, honestly. It, yes, it really did. And now, and here we are. We're doing free agency today. Next week, we're starting it off with the quarterbacks, and it's just and it's then the crazy. Draft is a month away. Maybe Aaron Rodgers will have his mind made up by the draft this year. You never know. You you never know with him. I mean, I mean, I mean, for fuck's sake. I mean, you you, you just never know. Uh, with the prospect reports, what I want to say is. What we will be doing going forward is you will be getting two episodes a week of the prospect report. Some weeks you'll get one because when it all adds up, it eventually leads up into the mock draft where we do an episode dedicated to Mr. Simone and his mock draft and then Adam and I doing our mock draft as well. So, Jake, lucky you. You get you get your uh, you're going to get your moment in the sun. Every year I seem to get one. I like it. You do. You do. I wonder what my hit percentage is. We got to count that up one year. We should. We should. We got to, you know what we got to do? We got to go back from our rankings from the year before and see how we did. Oh, yeah. I I could definitely look that up. Yeah, we'll see. I could definitely look that up. I'll, I'll have to find it. So for Jake, I am Bird. Thank you so much for listening to the Basement Talk podcast. Everyone, enjoy. The Madness. It is a great time. Thursday and Friday are two of the best sports days of the entire year. Enjoy them. Watch college basketball until your eyes bleed. Bet responsibly. Make good choices. Don't go broke. Bet what you can afford. Simple as that. Be safe. Be responsible. Enjoy it. It is meant for sports fans like you and I. March Madness is finally here. Jake on Bird. Thank you for listening. Catch you next time. Bye-bye.